All right, so Matt. What's up, Drew? One thing, <laughs> one thing that we're both passionate about is helping leaders get better. Yeah. That's why this podcast exists. Yeah, so right. we're going to be truthful on this podcast, yeah. right? And so I want leaders to know that we are on the side of leaders getting better. But here's what's true. Most leaders don't know what to do with feedback. It's true. They don't. It's very difficult for us as leaders to receive criticism, receive feedback about our baby, our organization, the thing we're leading. We're doing the best we can. And what's also true is whether you know it or not, or believe it or not, your people in your organization are scared to death of giving you feedback. Mm. They are so afraid because they feel like if they are truthful with you, about how the organization is going, how they're experiencing the organization or experiencing you as a leader, it's going to be costly to yeah. them, right? Which, unfortunately, history shows that that is true. true. So, since we're here to help leaders get better, the question is, let's, let's just have a, a conversation for a few minutes about feedback, feedback yeah. culture. How That's do good. we as leaders create a culture of feedback, a healthy culture of feedback, and how do we make it safe for our employees to actually be rewarded and championed for telling us the things that we don't want to hear, we don't like to hear? Mm. Help us with this, Matt. That's a whopper of a question. I know. How long do you have? I, well, hey, as long as you as long as you want to go, we yeah. said we were to try to keep them short. And I love that you know we we have conversations all the time. Part of this this podcast is. Let's capture some of the conversations we're having. Yeah, we already. What people don't know is like most of the time we just hit record, and so you don't even really know like the the exact question I'm about to ask <laughs> you. Right. I just trust your your wisdom and instincts. But this is a big issue, man. Feedback. Like I yeah. will say, for me personally, I have more bad experiences with feedback than good, as far as giving it and it being received well. Mm. I've been fired for honest feedback. Um, I've been dismissed, or I've been. Um, sideline for honest feedback. And so if I'm, you know, I own my own business now and I want to have, you know, a culture of feedback within our company. But if I was working for somebody right now, I'd be honest with you. It would be tough for me to, to go there. Yeah. Cause I just don't have good experiences with yeah. it. What are your experiences with? <laughs> yeah. I mean, some, some good and some not, not so good, you okay. know, um, I have a way, so I, this is going to be kind of crazy. I, I've got four sisters and so, back in my music days and I played music with a couple of them, you know, yeah. um, I kind of navigated a way of giving feedback about music with people who were close to you. Okay. Um, that, uh, people were able to just listen to what I had to say. So a lot of my, like learning how to give feedback came in a musical setting of mm -hmm. like, Hey, that sounds really good. I think the part actually goes like this though. Can you try it this way? Yeah. And a little bit of the compliment sandwich was my first approach when it comes to feedback. <laughs> hey, this is okay. This needs to get better. But if we do this, I think it's going to be great. And so I think I just learned how to give feedback in a way that people can receive it. Not perfectly, but you know, I, a funny story about feedback is I'm a part of a, a club, a, a golf club here in middle Tennessee, and it'll remain nameless for now. But every time you play around a golf or eat at the clubhouse, they send you like an automated, Hey, give us a survey. We want to know how we did. And honestly, I was really candid because there's a lot of frustrations with the operation of the club. There's a lot of frustrations with leadership and management. And, um, you know, you're paying for a, a service that's unnecessary. I don't have to do this. I can, right. You know, cancel this anytime and go do something else. So it's like, if I'm going to pay a premium, I want to have premium experience. And after all the feedback fell on deaf ears, yeah. um, I just stopped doing it. And so I talked to a new membership director literally yesterday 
and they were like, Hey, so tell us how you've been doing. I was like, do you really want to know how you've been doing? Yeah. We, I'd love to know. I was like, well, um, this is going to get probably a little uncomfortable. The men's urinal for three weeks, wasn't working in the bathroom and they put a kitchen bus tub underneath it to catch the leak. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Would you have put that on a feedback form? I was like, no, I filled those feedback forms out for a year and no one ever came to me and asked me any questions about it. Right. And so I don't think even if an organization has a system for feedback that they really want it all the time. Mm. And the difference between a good organization and a great organization is one that actually pays attention to feedback. Yeah. So you just can't know where you really are in the world. You can, um, you can look at sales and revenue and go, okay, yeah, people are buying our product or our service. So things are going well. And maybe you've got feedback about the item. Um, but you don't exactly know like, Hey, are we really connecting with our customers? We're we really winning with, with our staff or we're we winning with, you know, the community at large. And so one of the best ways that one of my favorite things about feedback is like Amazon. Every time I buy something, I go, what's the star rating? Can I read a couple of the best reviews, a couple of the middle reviews and a couple of the lower reviews just to kind of see what am I getting into? Because, yeah. you know, sometimes the product people will respond to the bad feedback. Hey, that didn't work because X, Y, and Z, but so often the negative feedback is never responded to. Right, right. And so I think in a world where people are like desperate for differentiation, like how do I get above my competition? Yeah. How do I become an, not just a good brand, but an excellent brand? How do I become an excellent company? And again, you have to have your North star. You have to be, have your convictions that lead and guide your organization, but please pay attention to the feedback that you're getting from your staff and yeah. from your customers. And so I'll just tell one more story. Um, I was working with a vendor one time and we were paying them a lot of money in um, a construction field. Um, and I just said, gosh, I really like the person who leads this organization. I think they're talented. I think they're brilliant and they're really kind, but I was committed to having a really good relationship with this person. I said, Hey, can I, can I tell you something? You guys missed expectations on this spot right here. And I'm telling you that not because I'm mad at you, because I want to make an investment in your company. And I think ultimately that's what feedback really is. Feedback yeah. is an investment. So if you have an employee, Hey, can I give you some feedback? You're choosing to make an investment in them. If you have a leader, Hey, can I give you some feedback? And yeah. it's risky, but yep. you're choosing to make an investment and no investment comes without risk. But for me, I'm not going to work in an organization where that is more risky than being honest. Like my right. integrity, my thoughts and my honesty are way higher than going, I'm going to, I'm going to tuck tail and not say what I think here. Dude, I just won't work in a place like that. That's so good, I, man. And I, yes, I just really relate to what you're saying because I, there's been long seasons of time where I have held honest feedback. And really what that is, is the form of manipulation. Mm, that's true. You know, because you're just like, I'm, I don't, I'm going to kind of manipulate this. I'm going to like, you know, we talk about leading up and all this different yeah. things, but it's, if you're not willing to be honest and kind of put yourself out there and risk now there's wisdom. Sure. Right. There's, there's probably a time and a place and all those things that, you know, not always just like, you know, no leader wants someone following around with criticism all the time. Sure, of course. Right. And it's really the leader's responsibility to invite that into a, a yeah. organization anyway. But man, what you just said about, having to decide between, am I going to be a person of integrity and honesty, or am I going to hold this stuff and be miserable and it come out sideways and all yeah. this stuff? You know, I've been that guy way too much out of fear and looking back, even though it would have cost me, I would have much rather for my own personal integrity, be the one to stand up and say, Hey, here's something I'm seeing, you know? So here's my question to you and we'll, we'll, we'll try to do this quickly, but I've got two camps. I want you to talk to The first one, I want you to talk to leaders. Okay. How do we as leaders create a culture of healthy feedback yeah. so that our employees feel safe? Yeah. 
First of all, it starts with um, a healthy self-awareness and humility to say, I can separate my performance from my identity. And I understand that the people I lead may not see the blood, sweat, and tears I put in off hours, after hours, before they ever started working in this organization. So I know that I may have made a contribution to this organization they've never seen. So if they criticize an aspect of my leadership, they're not criticizing everything I've ever done. They're saying, hey, my experience of you when you manage my KPIs or when you manage my performance or results, I feel X. Okay, great. I can work on my approach with you. And I think a really healthy leader says, everybody I lead is not wired the same. Everybody I lead is not wired like me. Do I have time and capacity to lead them in a, in a way that's unique to them? That's going to get the best results out of them as an employee and then say, I'm not going to be, um, personally offended yep. if they say something I'm doing is not meeting their expectations. Right. Honestly, I want to get better. So I think it's an attitude that says I'm willing to get better and I'm willing to listen to feedback from the people that are seeing my work performance up close as much as possible. And also as your leader, I reserve the right to disagree with your perspective. Exactly. Yep. But I also, I'm not going to punish you for being honest with me. Right. That's so good. Well, and if I could go back to like Drew as a, as a younger leader, I would say, man, just shut up and listen. Mm. Like, don't try to fix it. Yeah, don't be defensive. Yeah. Don't be defensive. Just listen to what they have to say. Empathize with them because that's their experience of you. Now, and what you just said is true. I also don't have to agree with them because mm-hmm. as a leader, there's a lot of times where I was receiving feedback, especially if it was critical feedback or more on the negative side. What I wanted to do is defend that, which was true that this person is not seeing everything that I'm seeing mm-hmm. in the organization. They have one small, but that's still their experience of me as a leader or the organization at that moment. And it was almost impossible for me, even if I'd go into those meetings saying, don't defend, it was almost impossible for me to not try to give perspective. If I had to do over, I would have done a much better job of just listening, thanking them for the feedback, reflecting back, hey, empathizing, like, hey, listen, you know, it's important to me to, to hear this this perspective, this, you know, right. and, and kind of meeting them in that place. You don't have to necessarily agree with them, right. but you can say, listen, I hear you. And I, I see what you're saying. And it's a, it's a value to me. And a really good practice in that moment, just a, a brief side note is it's probably taken them months of frustration and courage to have that conversation. They've probably said it so poorly that they're almost terrified. Yeah. So if you can, in that moment, just say, Hey, listen, here's what I think I heard you say. Yeah. And just reframe it. Not reframe it, rephrase it. Hey, did you say right. it this? Yes, I. That's that's what well, I. Especially meant. if they see change, right? Like, how powerful would it be for an employee to give some feedback and then, not too long after, hear leaders say, "Hey, we received some feedback on this, and so this is something that we're going to do a little yeah. different to help right. solve this problem." You don't have to out them. You can keep them anonymous. All those different things, but for someone to be like, "Hey, they not only heard me." but they're addressing it right. and they're making some changes. Well, now that people are going to feel more and more safe to bring that to how you refreshing is it's it rewarding. To, how refreshing is it to work in an organization that pivots? I mean, the yeah. only constant in life is change. Yep. And why do organizations think that we're not going to change? Whether it's policy or procedure, things are different than yep. they were six months ago, six years ago, 10 years ago. So of course you need to update systems and right. policies and all that stuff. And um, not that you bend to every whim. Cause I mean, listen, you can hire some people on your team that they will, like we said in a previous episode, every decision I don't like is toxic and then yeah. you pivot and all of a sudden you're, you're beholden to the employees. And so you're off mission. I'm not talking about critical mission, strategic things. I'm talking about like, 
leadership moments, mm-hmm. how we manage people, how we engage with our teams. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And over time, like, you know, there, there's times where I received feedback as a leader before, and it was something that I did need to actually deal with, with that employee. Like, yeah. It was something right. that the employee was, was misaligned with our mission or whatever. Yeah. But at least in that moment, I think there's some, some good practices. Yeah. You, you had a second question, I think. Yeah. I was going to talk to just, there's mid-level managers that listen to this and leaders who yeah. have to give feedback too. So I wanted you to speak directly to them. What do we do? as an employee or what do we do when we're given the opportunity for feedback and how do we manage that when we're feeling like, Hey, I, I gotta, this is risky, you know, yeah. like even for the safest of leaders, it's still feels sure. risky. What, how would you advise us? So I think if there's not a systematic way to lead up with feedback, it's really difficult. So if, if an organization has a culture of 360 reviews where a leader is getting, you know, systematized feedback from someone who works for them, it's on my, calendar, my annual review. Every year I get to hear from the people that I lead, the people on, you know, peer level of the org chart and my leader. So three, six reviews is a great way to do that. But if you're in an organization that doesn't have official channels for feedback, um, feedback is like a bank account. Hmm. If you go in to an empty relationship account and try to take a withdrawal, it's the check's going to bounce, so to speak. Yep. And so I think it starts with having a good relationship with your leader. Um, some of the best advice I ever got as an employee was, Hey, care about what your leader cares about. You will earn a lot of influence. If you understand that, Hey, my leader really values X. And even if it's not natural to me to value that, I'm going to value that. And over a season of time, if you are succeeding and winning with your leader, if you're valuing the things that your leader values, you better believe if you say, Hey man, can we have like a, a tough conversation. I'd like to give you some feedback and you've built equity in that relationship. You've made investments into that relationship account. You can do that with a lot less risk. Yeah, that's great. One thing I would just add to that real, real quick is a really powerful question when it comes to giving feedback to your leader is just to ask, Hey, some things I'm noticing. Are you open to some feedback? Yeah, that's right. Permission. Because at that point you are not, you know, you're coming to them and giving them the ownership of yeah. saying they could say no yeah. right now. Most of them won't, even if they're not open to it, they're going to say yes. But at least at that point, there's a humility in saying, yeah. Hey, I'm not going to just blast you with an email, which, you know, don't ever do that. That's anyway. right. But I'm going to come to you and say, Hey, there's some things I'm noticing that feel off from what I yeah. know you want to accomplish. And yeah. as I'm seeing some things, are you open to some feedback? If not, that's fine. Yeah. And then if they say no, then you can be like, okay, well now you, you got a decision to, to make now right. for exactly yourself. Right. Um, but it's, it's kind of living in this interdependency even within like, you know, and not to get off on that, but we can be so codependent on one another and try to control how each other feels and acts and behaves and all that kind of stuff in an organization mm-hmm. as well. But it's saying, Hey, I'm going to give you the, the right to choose whether you get the feedback or not. And yeah. if you say no, then I get to take ownership of my own, yeah. my own self. And but, some like 401, you know, level stuff when it comes to feedback, something yeah. I tell my kids all the time is, Hey, what, how you say something is just as important as what you say, maybe more important. Yeah. And so when you have got some nuance and subtleties to the way you're communicating, like yeah. you said, if I just blast an email to my leader, with no context or no emotion. It's difficult to understand what they're really saying. Like yep. you better not expect a really great response, yep. but if you can have a great conversation where it's open and it's honest and your posture, your facial yep. expressions, the way you communicate yep. it, all that stuff matters. Right. And talk about yourself. 
Don't talk about them. Yeah. Like I think great feedback is not you're messing up, you're doing this. It's yeah. like here's what I'm experiencing, 100%. here's what I'm feeling. Like because you right. can't really argue with someone's experience or how they're they're feeling, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. It's how they're they're feeling. So as soon as you point the finger at me as a leader and you start telling me all the things I'm doing wrong, yeah. it's going to be not as well received if you're just talking about yourself. Yeah. Like here's something I'm noticing or I'm seeing or I'm feeling, and then you're also inviting me in to clarify yeah. as a leader. Like so, could you bring some clarity to this, or is there something I'm missing or not yeah. seeing? Just a mutual humility yeah. there, but and maybe we'll wrap with this. I would just say, um, if you're unfortunate enough to be in an organization that is not really great with feedback, you can be the change in an organization like that by going first. Yeah. And it starts with that question. Hey, do you have any feedback for me? Do you have any feedback for oh, me? That's great. And you better believe if, if I have an employee who every time we have a one-on-one ask me if, if I have any feedback for them. Yeah. You'd have to be an idiot at some point not to reflect that back to them. Hey, man, thanks for asking me about feedback. Do you have any feedback from me? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can be the change to start to grow something in, in your culture to make it better. That's awesome. Thanks, dude. Yep. Yeah.